Welcome back to the Anxious Millennial Podcast, where I, your host, Alexandra Vincelli, interview both millennials and non-millennials about their entrepreneurship and mental health journeys. Welcome back. I can't believe it's February 2023. Like, what is even happening? What's even life right now? Um, to my community, to my listeners, to everyone who stayed loyal and was patient with me while I worked <laughs> while I worked out my life these past few months. Yeah, it's been a bit of a ride. I'm going to use today as an opportunity and this episode as an opportunity to sort of catch up and let you know what's been going on. Um, these last few months have been full of life events, all positive, but really also overwhelming. And as you all know, those of you who deal with anxiety, it's hard to compartmentalize. It all just smushes together and the brain has a difficult time with being able to not see past the overwhelming worry. So anxiety got the best of me. I think leading up to my amazing wedding, which I had a blast on my wedding day. August 2022 of last year, obviously amazing. I mean, I'm just so grateful for, I can't even say anything. I mean, it was just, the weather was awesome. My now husband was just so handsome, is handsome. I'm just, I was blown away by all the family and friends that showed all the love and showed up and was there for us. And I, you know, I was so nervous with the high COVID cases. I was trying my best not to catch COVID. And it was just, it was just a really anxious time, especially last summer. I have to tell you, it, it was not a good time for me. I shared, I don't know if some of you uh, in the community saw the picture I shared um, on Instagram of what, um, what I looked like leading up to the wedding. I looked pretty stressed out, pretty emaciated. Um, I wasn't hungry. I wasn't sleeping very well. I was sort of, the wedding had become a person in my life. And I was dedicating all my love and energy to this wedding that I had postponed and waited for for years. And here we go. We were merely days or weeks or months away. And I was just, it was just becoming all consuming. And so the wedding was wonderful. If I were to start all over, which is the question I get asked a lot, what would I do differently? I I think I was in the moment. I think I was having a good time. I think I I journaled as much as I could. I really tried to video diary things and I tried to take as many pictures as I could and I kept notes and I I really did all the things to make sure that I was being present. I meditated, you know, I, I was in touch with sort of my inner self and just remembered to be in the moment. Even on the day of, like, I was given advice to, you know, scan the room. And my husband and I did that multiple times. By the way, it's still weird to say my husband. I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> I'm still not entirely used to it. But it's it's great. I love it. Um, yeah, it, it was overwhelming. And what I would say is, if I could give advice to myself, I would say just have a little bit more fun with it. Um, doesn't have to be perfect, even though the end result was beautiful. It came at a price for sure, mentally. And although 
Another piece would be that the unsolicited advice that you'll get during the process of planning a wedding will happen whether you want it to or not. So perhaps lean into that um, on my brides out there. I say brides because let's just be real. Love, love, uh, love our partners, but for some reason I'm not going to typecast or, you know, gender pigeonhole anyone or whatever. But anyways, it just, I, I feel like brides, especially millennial brides, I know this is such a generalization, but it's just this thing where we Pinterest and Instagram our lives away and screenshot everything that we feel is gorgeous and perfect and the lighting is spectacular and we have our boards and our vision, everything uh, look great, but the outcome, whether or not it's that, I mean, are we really attached to the minutia and this is me coming out of it months later. It's easy for me to say, just detach yourself from the outcome. Enjoy the process. Yeah. <laughs> Not always easy advice to listen to. But what I could say is embrace the parts that are going to suck a little bit. Because there will be moments that suck. And you'll have little to no control over them. And you're going to want to do everything to resist that moment and... Technically, you don't get this moment back. Some people do, but and no judgment here. But this this should be your time. And I don't condone shoulda, woulda, couldas either. But yeah, I... And all the events leading up to it, aka the bridal showers of it all, and the bachelorette parties of it all, and the rehearsal dinners, etc., 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 were not enjoyable for me either, for a myriad of reasons. Um, letdowns or sort of left field surprises or people catching COVID last minute, which by the way, I have to tell you, this having been an Italian wedding, large scale with a lot of people in attendance, I was certain that this was going to be what they call a super spreader event just by sheer, just as a sheer numbers game. And it wasn't, I don't know what kind of good karma I was manifesting. I'm like, Please, first of all, I was, I was so afraid of catching COVID myself. You don't even know the week leading up to it, like what some of the occurrences. My poor parents that I love and adore and they're just the best, they had to see me go through so many moments that were not the best, which is also okay. But story time, I had a guest that I was super bummed out and it didn't happen a lot, but there was one or two that couldn't make it due to COVID. And one guest took it upon himself to, with COVID, hand deliver a gift to my front door, like a wedding gift, because regrettably, he and his family couldn't make it. Now, <clears throat> I had to compel my poor father to put on goggles and a mask with gloves and some kind of reach sticky thingy, like a like a, a stick to reach things, a grabby sticky. I don't even know what those are called. <laughs> Anyways, ugh. And he, yeah, retrieved the gift that way. I, I told him, I'm like, could let's just leave. Let's go ahead and leave the gift like on the porch. But then I'm like, that's rude. In any event, 
not the best moment. I have pictures of that moment where I could look back now in hindsight and really laugh at this, but it, it was it was just not a shining moment for me. And I was I was even telling him like, let's just leave the gift there. And anyways, that became a whole thing. But I think one of the most special moments though, and I'll go, I'll go towards a positive moment here, just sort of give us all a breath of fresh air, myself included, is the day before. And nothing really, you know, out of this world happened the day before, except for really quiet moments. I remember flowers, fresh flowers being delivered, which I was so grateful for because flowers always make me really happy. I remember lots of moments with some music. And again, my dad and I played Tennessee whiskey. My mom and I had a drink. The house was really quiet. I went to bed really early. And... Yeah, it was just a moment to recollect. And you know, in that moment, you're not even nervous. And um, that was probably one of the biggest gifts. And um, then the next day, it was just amazing. Honeymoon was also awesome. We went to, my husband and I went to Italy for about a month. Italy was gorgeous, although also packed because... Uh, I don't know what happened to Italy this year, but the tourist boom, like everybody decided to go to Italy last year. So we were in crowds of people. And as you know, or may not know, but anxious introverts don't tend to love crowds, but that's okay too, because I was in my homeland and I got to practice my Italian that I'd been sort of refining for the last year and a half. And I was really happy with all the friends that we made and we had of course just the best food ever and you know it, it was it was just an awesome time and then came back and then of course reality hits right you're back to work and you have to catch up with all the life things to top it off um took possession of our new home Post honeymoon, yes, post honeymoon. So you can imagine all of that amalgamated stress, which you had sort of dissipated on your honeymoon, now all of a sudden comes back. And we had just a tiny bit of work to do around the house. And once again, COVID, you know, um, made it so that some of the crew was getting sick like week after week. It extended for months. <laughs> So it took a long time before we were able to move into our new home. Uh, it, it was just like, what a time. And that's why I'm like, even the podcast, and I kept thinking about it. Just, I love this community so much. And you were all on my mind all the time. And I'm thinking, wow, am I going to have some fantastic stories to share with the community when it's time to get back at it? So yeah, that, that happened. And then, you know, moving in with your new husband, officially sharing space with someone new and getting used to that and what that's like. And, you know, um, sharing new habits and new routines and establishing routines and negotiating early on in your marriage and getting to know each other. And it's like all over again, basically. And, you know, it, it's, it was just an incredible learning curve. 
I'm still learning, like we're still getting used to our new routine, but we love our home. Um, we love settling into our home. We're finally feeling like, okay, we can take a deep breath, plan our meals throughout the week. Like, you know, what are we going to do? It's, it's really fun. Um, but having been an only child, I never had a roommate, right? So it was always me solo. <laughs> now I have to share my space, which is like, it's fun, but it's a, a heck of a discovery moment for me to be like, okay, um, you know, what? <laughs> how are we going to make sure we're both okay in this moment? Because, you know, again, if you're used to being solo and you're used to sort of your own routine and you have to share that routine, it sort of um, shakes everything up. And yeah, I'm still, I'm really trying to adapt to that. I'm like, I'm, I'm good with spending time with myself and sort of, you know, being, look, again, having been an only child, you sort of, you establish your own stuff. Like you don't rely on anyone to do anything. Like you're just, <laughs> it's, it's you establishing what you're going to do. And then it shifts and then it becomes really interesting, but you know, my husband is really patient. And that's one thing I'm super grateful for is just the amount of patience this man has, because trust me again, like anxiety is not an easy thing to deal with. Like, can we just give a shout out to everybody who is in a relationship where one of the two in the relationship is not anxious and they don't like anxiety is not a thing for them. Like it's just the concept is super foreign. And although they are so compassionate and have really high empathy, they don't always understand the, the journey that we go through with having anxiety. So, I mean, honestly, kudos to him for trying to lean in, trying to hold that space with me and in, in, in the good times and the moments that are like definitely more challenging where it's like, okay, I, I don't understand what you need right now, but I'm right there with you. Like just walk me through it. So big kudos to him. And I'm really, really grateful for that. So that's the life update and many other things in between, which I'm sure we'll find opportunities to unpack as the season unfolds. Thank you all so much for having been committed to the podcast and staying, you know, alongside of me while I was figuring out my stuff. You know, it was a, yeah, interesting ride. And like I said, I have so many more stories to share with you um, in the coming months. And I can't wait for you to also check out some of the upcoming episodes. Um, next episode is with a friend of mine and a business collaborator, Christina Gantz. You know, she helped me with a lot of my website development and we'll be talking next episode. So please stay tuned for that. She's an awesome, really inspiring, creative person. And uh, she started her own podcast. Yes. Say your thing. Go check it out. It's everywhere. Um, please. She's such a natural podcaster. So kudos to you, Christina, for doing that for yourself. Um, and I just love hearing people who just feel inspired to start podcasts because it's kind of scary. So yeah, can't wait to face the new year with you guys. Okay. And ha, my word for 2023. What is it? Okay. I don't know yet. <laughs> I don't know yet. I'm trying to figure that out. I don't have a word, 
Isn't that strange? I think it's okay though. I think it's okay. I will try and figure it out. You'll be the first to know. Okay. <laughs> so we'll talk soon and uh, have a great week ahead. Go conquer or don't or whatever feels natural to you. So we'll talk soon. Bye.